you want to save money on your trading card purchases, we have a promo link uh, over at 50cards.shop. Enter the promo code at night to get 5% off your order. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Nexus at Night, your weekly Vanguard podcast. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Rupier. And uh, today we are talking about uh, triggers, both the heel triggers that were revealed this week, and uh, as well as the concept of heel trigger, or not heel triggers, the concept of triggers and whether uh, it would affect deck building if you weren't required to run them at exactly 16. Uh, before we started, though, I wanted to try this out at the beginning. Uh, thank you to the patrons, uh, the $10 patrons, Darren Cole, Josh. Jeremy, GR, and Ali, who's a new patron. Um, nice. Yeah. Welcome. Got a, got a new $10 patron. Thanks, Ali, for also, showing Matt, up. Also, Matt, kind of distant want... right now. I, seem I distant. sound distant? No, oh, Matt Let does. me adjust my settings, because I think it might have... Well, like a 90s phone or something? No, nah, he just sounds like he's talking from the headset bike that's far away from his mouth. Oh, because he, he flipped it up? Uh, Can you hear me now? Yeah, a much better. That is a lot better. Ah, <laughs> right. Always, always a good time. But for reasons unknown, um, yeah. I never touch it. And sometimes it's like, you know, how about a different uh, audio input? Yeah, that that always happens to me with the camera. If I have if I have a different camera plugged in, it's like, hey, you want to be this one? And I'm like, no, never. Thanks. Oh yeah, mine pulls from the uh, the first party software so i never worry about it yeah but th that's the thing if i have a camera and i'm filming something like over there oh yeah be like first party camera yeah um <laughs> so starting off here uh to those who haven't been paying attention in overdress they have been slowly introducing heal triggers with other effects to gain shield when they guard they have been um, trying yes that's true yes yeah so we have the third one of these now um, I believe we talked about the other two on past episodes, but uh, mm -hmm. starting off here, Stealth Fiend uh, Tamara Hime uh, for Dragon Empire. When it's put on Guard Circle, if your Vanguard's grade is lower than your opponent's Vanguard's grade, this gets plus 10k shield to end of battle, and then as you can see there, it's got 10k shield to begin with. So it caps out at 20. Mm -hmm. um, and what do we think? <laughs> I really hate these cards because <laughs> oftentimes, like, they're just, like, 10k shields. So, other than, like, the... So, they're not really supporting grade 4 decks anymore, right? Mm -hmm. Like, most of the decks they're printing, or all of the decks are printing on grade 3 decks. Which mm -hmm. means these only matter for a couple turns of the game that they're 20k. And then they're just worse than regular heals. And the decrease from 15 to 10 on, like, a lot of heal, on, like, a lot of guarding situations is really important. It is, yeah. Like having yeah. a 15k block rather than 10k block is huge. Like, and there's so a like, reason why, even with the 25k heals, people only run like one of each. Yeah, because like they're just worse most of the time. You would rather have the consistency than the uh, random situation where, like, oh, if it's swung twice this turn. It gets, you know, you know, becomes 25k shield or whatever the other one was. And what's was frustrating it? is, like, if it were, like, 10 and plus 15 rather than plus 10, so, like, mm -hmm. 10 plus 15, people would probably be more willing to try these things. Yeah. Because they'd be like, oh, 25 is actually a large number, and that could yeah. be quite a difference maker. 
it would also be good for like going second um where just like if they are bigger if they're a bigger grade than you uh then it it's just enough shield early in the game where that's a one card guard right um mm-hmm. and but they just didn't <laughs> the difference from 15 to 20 is smaller than 10 to 15 in most aspects mm-hmm. yes uh and like as far as like what just commonly comes up basically but like 20k like if it were 15 plus 5 i mean people would run them because they'd be strictly better which is not mm-hmm. a problem yes uh, but it at least makes them feel less bad most of the time instead of just being bad and then being like meh when they work yeah which is the worst case scenario so i did talk about this on our twitter account i my comment was like actual garbage like why are these 10k why do they only go up to 20 so against grade 3 decks like you said it only works half the time and you know you're just gambling on a dice roll if you win the dice roll these don't even do anything Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh and then the other option is like grade 4 decks most of the grade 4s have fallen off now like you still play mahar because better than crossover still but i assume that will eventually maybe change and they're and either way they're not supporting it. Bruce has already been dropping the grade three for a little bit, anyways. Like there are a lot of variant builds now, and now they're getting a new grade three, so that's probably just gone. Magnolia mm-hmm. hadn't been played in a while because of the inlet pulse ban, so that didn't matter up until recently. It might be relevant again after the, the unban, but I just played it at locals this weekend against like Youthburg and an Ava deck and all this sort of stuff. And uh, if you want to find more out more about that, patreon.com slash nexus at night. But uh, for the most part, it's just kind of like, you know, it, it wasn't like letting Anger Blader back in, uh, if you remember that episode from a long mm-hmm. time ago, uh, where it, it's like, all right, suddenly I'm, you know, about equal with everybody. It's not a lot of catching up to do. Yeah. Um, also, like something I want to note is that uh, Mahar and Bruce are both perfectly capable of breaking 33 fairly easily. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, Magnolia, I think not as much when I was playing against you. I feel like you were often at like 31. So that is one wow. where that is one matchup where it's like somewhat relevant. Prison, uh, they still are on the grade four, but also those numbers easily break 33. So again, mm-hmm. it's like. Eh? Bastion also can probably break Bastion breaks thirty three without even being at grade four. Yeah, without breaking a sweat. But Bastion has fallen off in terms of usage. Yeah, You're probably like Bastion, not going to run into it very much. Yeah, like Bastion has fallen off, and like they again, they are designing cards that favor you playing grade three. I think in Bastion's case, you just both like whichever happens. Yeah, uh, uh, one, uh, and then one of Kyrie our, has like fallen off in usage. Yep one of one of our friends. Uh, uh, started doing where he would like run the four bastion grade three and then two grade four and he's like if i see it i see it and if i don't whatever and then the most obvious thing that this seems to be a direct response to are the stride set lists chronojet is obviously like taken over the format Mm -hmm. if we ignore ebisu which is not relevant to us in english like jet will just be the best deck going forward they just uh, revealed Amnesty Messiah recently, which is basically just the same as Fate Rider, but Messiahs. Mm-hmm. And so, so that deck, you know, you have cards like Bailiff that gain 10k, and then you have the deck plays Brainwash Swirler to get power, 
alongside the crest, most of the time, I think you can reach or exceed 33k without too much difficulty, just purely off of the crest and bouncing around like your Fate Rider buff. And so, you're kind of in a situation where, like, even if you're playing against decks where this is relevant, like, half of the time, 20k isn't enough to actually deal with it. Oh, and also this, like, does not work against Next Age, because then you run into the problem of Next Age D-Strides, but also Jet has a glory skill that stops you from using the Grade 1 Perfect Guards. So if you don't have Sanctitude exactly, then you're going to have to, like, Perfect Guard Next Age, and then this is a 10k shield because your opponent went back down to Grade 3. It's so cool. Like, it, like this trigger got worse the more I thought about it. Lyrics underscore Matt on Twitter had the idea that, like, what if this thing got 5k shield for every grade your opponent was bigger than what you had? Um, and I think that Does that matter? That like, it, is that ever more than 5? Yeah, that doesn't matter. It would have like, to be, like, higher base It would have to, like, start at 15 or be, like, even higher base power at that point. Or start doing 10, right? That'd be kind of neat. Because, yeah, I think like... Be sorry, God. I have to gain pet. Like it would still have to be 15k base to be worth it. Like it has, like I think these just have to be bigger than 20k mm -hmm. to like deal with how powerful grade fours were. Because like I think because of the crest, most stride decks, which is probably the thing we will be concerned about going forward, are, will likely be able to break uh, 33k pretty easily. Boucheron has been so concerned with power creep. And stemming it specifically for overdress, uh, and the the stride stuff um, is a big paradigm shift, and I think that they're going to be scrambling to deal with it. Uh, the crust was so badly designed, mm -hmm. and I think that uh, if they had been more willing to do defensive power creep, like elementary sanctity was such a good way to do that. Um, Thank you, good. Like, not only does it deal with like grade fours, but it also bypasses a lot of guard restricts, which was not something you could really do in the I guess like blitz orders, but not a lot of people play blitz orders to begin with. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it, it's like so well designed, and they it, they're like afraid of making mistakes that they made in the past of like oh, they like uh, the whole locking thing from late GR, where like okay. I make you lock from hand, and then I make this deck that allows it you to uh, bypass locks by putting it into soul and then calling it back out again. Okay, well, then I will make you put locks during battle phase or whatever. Like, it, it's it's this, it becomes a weird arms race, and I think they're afraid of doing that again. But I mean, they are about, doing it again. There are, but how yeah. many cards in set eight bypass resist for no reason? <sighs> it's it. It's hard out here for a pimp. <laughs> like, um, so I, I'm not really sure what it is you could do in terms of, uh, like, what do you do after the crest thing? Cause, yeah. Uh, like, the crest just seems really hard to deal with because, like, banning it obviously doesn't work. They mm -hmm. still need some way. Like, it's part of a constructed set, so that's just hard to deal with to begin with. And then uh, they can't ban it because that would dramatically change how the stride decks perform, and I don't think they want to completely just annihilate the concept because they don't... need to sell products. Yeah, yeah, th there's like, 
I a weird thing like, with uh, with fans where they're like, ban it immediately. I'm like, let it I mean, have its it, moment. No, I mean, like, the only, like, viable solution is probably trying to errata the crest. And that's messy, too, because you're just going to have this crest inside the box that does not do what it says it does. Mm-hmm. Like the overtrigger that we've been telling them to ban for years oh, they're not over a year. Yeah, like, they'll never do it. We'll just keep saying it anyways. Mm-hmm. Maybe if we're annoying enough, eventually we can just like bug them into like doing something. Nexus at night, the annoying podcast. Confetti. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Something true. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I know like one of the comments, like they should, but saying that they shouldn't just be like strictly better heel triggers. And I'm like, honestly, yes, they should. Like the, yeah. like, the higher grade restriction is already like narrow enough. Like, even mm-hmm. the old counter heels are honestly, like, incre- incredibly narrow in how they apply. Like, they should, uh, they could honestly just be, like, strictly better heel triggers. It would make them more annoying to get your hands on, so from, like, an economy perspective, that would really suck. But from a gameplay standpoint, I don't see much that's to be lost in a format where defensive power is much needed. The way you get around that is by reprinting them often. Uh, like every other set, maybe. Yes. But, uh, People they... are like weirdly against this concept for some reason, but things like uh, the one card PGs, honestly, they need to reprint Sanctitude. Uh, mm-hmm. Like the effect they triggers, they just reprinted them. They should reprint them again by like yeah. set 10. Yeah. They're they constantly. Just... There just they're needs const- to be like five different versions of these cards available at all times because they're just like strict upgrades. Yeah, they're constantly like throwing pack filler in, like those goddamn uh, uh, bugs for Stoikea, where they're like, if you have my friend, we both get 10k. Yeah. I mean, that's it. I mean, you're a whatever. series of grade ones in set seven that all they do is when your opponent is at grade three, get plus 5k. Those cards yeah. don't need to exist. You yeah. could have just replaced them with like a trigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like reprinting. Uh, the triggers like it may be boring, but it it's it's good for people to uh, like get into your game or just like make multiple decks like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are people like that where like I have like... a deck for every deck or ride line in this nation. I'm like, you're weird, but also cool. Have fun. <laughs> I mean, I almost have that with Dragon Empire. If Dragonic Overlord wasn't like fuck expensive, I'd have it. I thought you were going to say that about lyrical. <laughs> uh, no, because I gave you Mediel, yeah. and I like don't play. I don't play a lot of the ride lines from that one. That's right. Well, um, if you want to see the the ride lines go head to head, we have a you know series two of triangle meta dropping this week. I think the second one comes out today when you hear this. So, uh, yay, fun stuff. Uh, was there anything else we wanted to say about these uh, mistakes of heel traders? Yeah. Or- um... Somebody it. actually brought this up this morning because uh, somebody like what uh, saw the post, I guess, on Twitter or something, and uh, people were talking about it. And it's kind of like if the goal of these heel triggers is to equalize the difference from going first or second, mm-hmm. or going first is quite powerful, um, then just do that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, like these elaborate. heel triggers, these heel triggers don't actually change that dynamic at all, right? Mm-hmm. They're just like sometimes worse eventually. But like if you're gonna like like 
remember in V we had this problem for a while too. Yeah. And they made like some minor changes to try to address that, which maybe did not matter. Mm -hmm. uh, of the quick shield. Yeah. Which and wasn't eventually the whole time. heal guardians too. Right. And heal guardians were quite successful, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They were a little less shield, but you got guaranteed effects for quite a while. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Instead also, like, of sorry, go ahead. Uh, the uh, guarantee the effects that you would get are like much more impactful than just plus 10k shield, right? Like, correct. You either have um, extra power, which lasts the whole turn and can like dramatically stop, or what am I trying to say? Like, it can stave off an offensive push like much more effectively than just. 10k for a little bit, and mm -hmm. then crit minus 2 in a lot of cases just says negate a damage. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing was uh, they allowed you to be uh, self-damagers. That comes up like a lot less often, but it is a thing mm -hmm. you can do, and that it, did come up makes... during uh, regionals for me. Yeah, and it, so. it makes damage denying, like a keeping, a keeping on zero damage, like not really worth it, but one damage, you know, you might be able to be like, yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And like it, it does make you say just keep it zero. Yeah, and even then, if you have one damage, you can't be like, "All right, I've used a counter blast. Call this. Get another." It's not like that. Yeah, um, it has to be exactly zero. I think heal guardians were incredibly well designed. Yes, um, and you know, I was, I think I saw Elder Orange talking about like how they could have future potential because obviously they're making more like stride lists, and there's the potential for things like superior rides. Which don't make superior rides in D. Thank you. Uh, well, sure? uh, Burke, kind of. Uh, <laughs> I mean, or, he's just like riding another grade three. That's like it's basically just a freestander from hand. Like, Do you mean like from deal. deck or something like that? Or like what, what? What's the? Where's the line for you? I'm like, just don't let people ride up early. Like, oh. don't let my opponent be at grade three when I'm at grade one. Got it. Cool. Like this yeah, has been a problem it. since like set five mm -hmm. of original Vanguard. Barkal was banned forever because like... They were we have a whole video explaining it. Go watch it on the rest of the channel. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so, I'm, but you know, bringing up like future mechanics that might make these relevant, so I'm just like okay, half of these mechanics probably just shouldn't exist in the format and the other half is currently like dominating the game. So, I feel like we already have I feel like the other problem that this is trying to address is just like maybe these just shouldn't be there, but also I don't know how you deal with like strides. Cause they already made the Chrono Jet list. Yeah. Um I don't know, to be honest. It, it's I I kinda like I know it's been they're good and everything, but I don't hate the concept of stride, and I remember in early G era, you weren't here yet, right? Uh, no, I joined like set seven. Were you here? Yeah, you were here. So do you do you remember Stride coming out and people being pissed off? Yeah, yeah. Um, people, I mean, people were pissed off like that. Legion was ending early. People were pissed off. People were pissed off about Legions and that Legion was ending <laughs> early, and <laughs> they were so pissed weird. off about Stride. Yeah, that's true. Where, where they were like, <laughs> I hate this thing, but it's leaving. Because yeah. <laughs> there were some cool decks at the end of Legion, I think, that kind of changed people's tune on it. Mm -hmm. And But the decks were a little... Uh, I mean, the decks were kind of 
frustrating in some ways. So yeah. it was kind of you want a restander or a guard restrict. Yeah, it was um, one of those formats. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of those um, formats. I quite enjoyed my Fox Legion, uh, mm -hmm. even though it was a promo. I just wish they gave everything a fair shake instead of being like, all right, here's six clans and the rest of you get promos. We're out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, because like Legion ended in a year. Mm -hmm. um, and it was like two sets and that was it. Yeah. Uh, we got two sets plus two extra boosters. I think Japan got like two or three. I don't know. We got one set, I think, because they merged them and then we right. got the extra boosters. Yeah, it, it was... Uh, I'll get to it eventually. Le the Legion video is going to be so weird, because isn't this also around the time they finally introduced clan regulation? Yeah, I think so. Um, like, I've always heard the mythical story of people just jamming together Thingsaver and, a and a Phantom Blaster Abyss. I don't know how true that is. It was uh, a thing for a little bit. Yeah, it was only a really small amount of time. Mm -hmm. Like people were trying to do more and more insane things, like playing like the Genesis uh, draw that could that could soul charges, and like trying to do every possible like card. But like it it it's it's it was a mess. Yeah, it, it was mostly just like at at some point it was basically just like just blaster dark basically, <laughs> or like just enough pieces. Yeah, to yeah, get, to get it done. So, I, I, I'm just trying to figure out what, what was the breaking point where they were like, maybe clan fight should be like an actual rule of the game and not just something we enforce through like clan restrictions or lord. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, I think it's just something they thought would never really be exploited in that way, except like in set like mm -hmm. one two, and then when it started happening again, other than like the stupid grade one rush decks, which never mattered, <laughs> um, uh, just being like. Yeah, we should probably say something. Yeah, I don't think it's every every rule has someone behind it, right? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> also, the stupid tweet I wanted to send this morning was like a great stall deck, but that doesn't actually work because Chrono Jet uses the current rules. So mm -hmm. yeah, so they can just do the thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, I would have posted some sort of stupid grade two stall Roroa deck with the caption, mm. "I solved Chrono Jet." The Lord. But I can't every, make the memes. Every turn it draws you a card. All right. Well, why why don't we uh, why don't we move on then? Because right. uh, so the the other I, I guess thought experiment we're on here is uh, Revere. You yeah. you remember this from yeah. So at the beginning of December, Changu made a tweet that was just like, if deck building wasn't subject to the sixteen trigger rule, you know, we still have the current like restrictions on crits and heals. Do you think people would run more or less triggers than 13? Than 16. Ours is than 16, yeah. Sorry. So, I think there are some formats, or there are some decks that might choose to run less in premium, specifically. Yeah. Okay. But it wouldn't that. be very by very many, probably. And it wouldn't be like, it would mostly be to like fit a card or something. Because there's definitely times when I've been building, like, I don't know, spikes or something, and I'm just like, I would like to have one more deck slot. Yeah. <laughs> and the triggers and spikes were not terribly important. Mm -hmm. So, like, I could see, I could feasibly see scenarios where in premium, specifically, where uh, checking triggers, for the most part, matters a little less, especially <laughs> in, like, kind of an aggressive deck like Spike Brothers, um, where you're kind of, like, putting all in, right? Um but in D, there's no shot. 
None. It's got to. It's got to be the sixteen with here. It's got to be the sixteen or more. Yeah. Or more. Yeah, probably. Like, I would almost certainly be running more that because you only have like the three persona rides main deck, and then you have the one in your ride deck. There have been times where I'm building and I'm like one or two cards short just because of those like ride deck slots that aren't yeah. there anymore. And I I'm could, like, I could feasibly see decks in uh, in D that run like twenty two crits. Yeah. Well, they would have the current crit pool still, so they oh well, the eight. Sure. But yeah, like, there are. Like, yeah, there are plenty of decks where I'm like, oh, I have like one or two flex spots. Let's just throw in front trigger so I have extra shield. Mm-hmm. And those front triggers of extra shield are really nice. Mm-hmm. I think, especially if they just drop this rule on us, they would like you would see people being like, all right, just a little bit, right? <laughs> just add, add, add a couple more triggers. Someone but, is going to make some sort of stupid glass cannon deck that has like 30 triggers in it. Yeah. It'd be fun. Or, <laughs> well, it'd probably be some sort of grand blue variant, right? Yeah. Get the appropriate things in in drop zone, and then go ham from there. What I would also think is if this was from the beginning, where uh, it, it would be like, I don't know, Yu Gi Oh's extra deck maybe, where it just tops out at this amount. Um, you could see people doing decks differently, or if it was just like, all right. You can have up to 49, just your starter has to be not a trigger or whatever. From the start, you would see it would like affect people's way of looking at deck. Oh, there were trigger four runners. That's true. Yeah, from your fucking video with the uh, like battle, battle riser. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the heal, there's a, oh, is there a couple of heal trigger ones or just, just Magus? Sphere, uh, Sphere Magus was, was also Magus. the, was also one. Fair enough. That was one of those things where, as I was saying it, I was like, I'm wrong. The thing I'm <laughs> saying is wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you said I'm getting that. We're, we're <laughs> like, it would affect the, the way people think, and, or like fr- the brain chemistry from the get go. Yeah. Mm. Uh, like, so. And that I also had one other thing because it's a conversation that has come up recently that is still on the topic of triggers, which is removing the current trigger restrictions in D, which is that. Only eight draws, only eight crits. Okay. Like people have been discussing like whether or not that should happen. What do you guys think? Only eight draws, only eight crits. Yeah, that's the current restriction right now. Yeah. So if they were to lift that and you're allowed to run like twelve crits if you wanted to, like how would that affect the game? Because I think I think they should allow they should allow people to run like whatever. Because I know Initially, the reason that got implemented in the first place was during set three, we saw the third wave of criticals coming out, and a lot of people were against it, because at that time, Bruce and Bastion were the clear best decks, and people were afraid that, like, if you could just jam 12 crit the deck, everyone would do it, and then you would have that much more margin over everything else. And then, you know, afterwards, we got, like, grade fours and Gravidia, and I feel like the topic never came up, because it was like, do you want to give those decks 12 crit? I wouldn't want to give it to Gravidia, that's for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so now that those cards have kind of died down a bit, I think people are now revisiting the idea again. I think give it a little more time. If you're thinking of undoing it, uh, mm-hmm. maybe one or two more sets. If you keep if you keep it in place, I wouldn't hate it. That's all I'll yeah. say. I feel like if they were going to, it would have happened. They probably would have had to do it already because I feel like going forward, we're going to have a lot more restanding vanguards. 
Mm, yeah, probably. We're like Dote is relevant. Uh, we're gonna have next stage, which doesn't keep the criticals between attacks, but you still get like five drive checks. Mm -hmm. Uh, what's it called? We're getting Minerva. We already have Luticia. Am I think? Am I forgetting any other like random restanding vanguards right now? Grade four Eugene. I don't. Know. <laughs> uh, grade I don't four know. Bruce. Yeah. Uh, Eugene has a restander. I know. Has a but... way to restand himself. I mean. Okay, but funnier if there was a grade four Eugene. <laughs> Somehow. Yeah. I mean, okay, this is my bold prediction, but like the dragon tree that's on dragon tree invasion, which is set nine, I'm predicting that will either be or become a grade four if they're like prepping for grade four counters already with the heels. I hope not. I mean, they seem to be moving away from it, but also they keep making strides, right? Right. Um, I'm not really sure how this is going to shake out. I I love the idea of maybe... Um, God, the original BT09 was terrible. I'm sorry. I was thinking <laughs> about, like, are all the, uh, like, set nines shit? Because GBT09 yeah. was terrible. Uh, yeah. BT09 was terrible with like the BT09 second... was the blood, right? Yeah, it was the blood and it was the Ezel uh redo that was just like oof. Uh right? the blood was good. Glory Maelstrom didn't do anything. Uh, it had Chrome Jailer. Oh, it had uh, the Amaterasu cross ride. Yeah. I think the best card in the set, at least like after a long period of time, was actually Metatron. And that card was not good. VBT09 was Butterfly to Moonlight, which was uh, the that one was good. Yeah, that, that one was good. okay. Was good. All right, yeah. so so V gets a pass here. I was just wondering yeah. if it was yeah the original BT09. I like Magasu Storm, but he sucks. Yeah, uh, yeah. the blood was relevant. Uh, I think Dragonetizer was meta. Uh, we, we yeah, it was relevant. It was relevant for about um, Five two seconds. weeks, and then yeah. Bermuda <laughs> uh, Break Ride came out. Yeah, yeah. and then, the funny then, thing well, is, like that. we got. We got the Bermuda set before set 10, so in English, that was our introduction to break rides, but in we Japan, they got the trial deck first, which is going to be a really funny story when I get to that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good, good bit. Oh, right, uh, no, there were relevant cards in BT09. Okay. Blaster Blade Spirit and Blaster Dark Spirit. <laughs> but that wasn't even that relevant for that long. That was just kind of like... A... I mean, they did matter. Yeah. <sighs> sort of. Blaster Blade well, Spirit. More they so mattered Blaster like Blade. past this point, though. They mattered yeah. like far later in the future when having a 10k base was nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And, and then also like uh, the Liberator Dragon recently like runs Blaster Blade Spirit for stuff. That's funny. Which is That's... random, but uh, sorry, I I got off track. Um... Yeah. No, they they run Blaster Blade Liberator. Spirit's a royal paladin. You can play it in golds. Um, no, I I uh, was Blaster Blade Spirit not both. Wait, is it? Let me see. It's I like, feel like the whole. Oh yeah, you're right. It is. Yeah, they're also yeah. gold paladins. Never yeah. mind. I am incorrect. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, I'm uh, pretty sure the whole point was that they they were both. Yeah. So anyway, Dragon Tree uh, is Dragon Tree going to be a restander? It's a pretty no. good guess, I think. No, I'm not saying if it's going to be yeah. a restander. I'm saying it's going to be a grade four. Oh. Uh, Somehow I doubt it. We haven't seen a grade four since Kyrie, right? Yeah. I like, feel like that they're afraid aside from to do strides, that which again. is cheating. Yeah, but 
But also, like, the concept hasn't left B, right? Like, they're going to keep making stride sets as long as they sell. Cool. So, yeah. The fact, the fact that they're, like, prepping for grade, for having a higher grade, makes me feel like the Dragon Tree, if it's not grade four now, might be in the future. Mm. Anyways, well, I also didn't get to say my hot take about crits, which is that we should have less of them. <laughs> What's your cap then? Four? Yeah, four. Because okay. I remember, like, during set one, before they revealed the main set triggers, like, I was just running off the assumption that the four we had in the TD might be all. And that was, like, a really interesting time. And then the set because... came out, and he's like, here's another one. And you're like... Yeah, because, oh. like, you had to rely more on just, like, the raw power of your deck. You couldn't just, like, oh, you're at five damage now from one attack. You know, it happened less often, and it felt like triggers didn't factor as much into, like, winning. They were still important, obviously, like, things like draws and fronts still add a lot of power, but you couldn't just suddenly take your opponent to, like, way higher damage than they were expecting as often. So uh, if, if... It would make getting hit by a crit feel a lot worse, because they're like, oh, of course, one of the four, but... Like, broadly speaking, I, I thought it made the game more engaging, and I think I've been on the, like, limit crits train since G, and I say this as an OTT player. I'm, I'm kind of wondering what's, uh, what that would look like. Let's say from the beginning, uh, crits were never a trigger. It was always an effect, right? Like, gets critical plus one. Um, and they just stayed with stands and fronts and draws and mm -hmm. builds. Like, what would that look like, you think? The game would be very different. Like, Slow. I think we always talk, the game would be a lot slower, yes, and I think Bushiro like, my conspiracy theory is the reason Bushiro keeps printing bad defensive cards, they don't want games to take forever. They have said this multiple times, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, this is also why you only have four heals in the deck, is because otherwise games will take forever. This was a big thing they had in Weiss for a long time as well, is speeding up games. Mm -hmm. Which is why they printed a lot of really insane, like, uh, level 3 bosses at the end. Is that you could die from, like, level 2. Yeah. Is so, it like, a thing where they just kind of, like, a, players will use up the time they're given, no matter what? Yes. Have you seen the amount of people going into overtime? Yes. But that you don't see that happening nearly as much in Yu-Gi-Oh! and I assume Magic, right? So Bushiroad is not looking at this from any kind of competitive perspective. They're just saying, oh, casual games are taking too long. Let's print. Let's make the game go faster. Mm -hmm. It's just that that's what they want out of it like, from a casual perspective. Yep. It has nothing to do with the competitive aspect of the game. Yeah, they just don't like longer games, which... I feel like we as players want games that are more that are longer, that have better back and forth, and I feel like reducing the number of criticals would do that. It would make gaining a critical more impactful, and you know you wouldn't feel like you were robbed of a game because you're double crit on three. Yes, I'm still salty about that. Well, why do well let's let's explore that question. Like, why do you want games to go longer? What is that? How does that benefit you? How does that, like, what does that say about the game that you've played? I think it's the idea of having the back and forth. Like, the longer the game goes, the more of a competitive. I think people conflate that idea like a longer game is more competitive because it has more turns to go back and forth. I don't necessarily. And you're ultimately want, like... making more 
plays? Decisions, yes. Decisions. Decisions. Okay. Yeah. So typically, in the this is kind of the reason why a lot of magic players, like a lot of very good magic players, will play like control or mid range decks, is because those games give them more skill expression over a longer game, which is something they can leverage. In Vanguard, games being short means that you can just kind of just throwing card over cards you have at, at on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're just like, well, the triggers do what the triggers do. It's, I guess that's kind of the same, or like really any other game. Like, look at basketball, for example. Um, for, for like a, a game where you want to, like show how good you are. Like let's play, let's say you have like a, a rivalry from the kid down the street. You want to play to like eleven or twenty one, uh, if it if it's street ball or whatever. Instead of like first one of the three wins. Like you don't really get to do all the things you'd want to do otherwise. Like football has four quarters for a reason. They're not doing just the one quarter um, mm-hmm. because they want to show all of the like you know. The, the coach over there with the whiteboard, like, all right, we're going to run a flea flicker or whatever. I'm, I'm doing this as somebody who got beat up by the football team. But uh, <laughs> for playing a game, any game, you want to show how good you are at that game on like a primal level, I think. Yeah. And, and that's true for a lot of things. Like that's why like even like, when people like want to compete in something or like they want to like actually like, you know, put money down on something, it'll be over a long set. Yeah. It's not going to be just one game. Like for example, a money match in a fighting game, no one's going to be like best of one, $200 each. No, no one wants to do that. Best of three, best of five whole tournament. First to 10 typically. First to 10. Oh damn! And the and and playing a long set or playing doing something that takes a, like over a long period of time, whatever the game is, is going to have wildly drastic implications from game one to game eight, mm-hmm. because you now know a lot more about what your opponent's thinking about and what they're prioritizing. It's a dance. Yes, and I think that is very very valuable in. And like these, and, and that's why these longer kind of things are are quite uh, respected and and desired, is because like you know you actually get to this kind of like mind game level rather than just kind of playing the game that's like you see visually. Yeah. So, so. like I uh, I've been trying to get my locals to gentlemen out of the over trigger for a while now. Like, all right, at the beginning, just put it down, and then no OTs for standard. Uh, side out over trigger, side in the second over trigger. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the 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 Yu-Gi-Oh guy, right? With the yeah, um, yeah. I'm not sure if gym. that ever. I'm not sure if that ever actually happened. It probably did. He claims that he never did it, but some of his teammates might have. Yeah, it's a funny story, regardless. Yes. Uh, no, I think it would just be a thing where, like, you you physically. I feel like if that happens to you, you just have to take the L. Like, <laughs> you believed a Yu-Gi-Oh player, first of all. um well i guess that's i that's pretty much all i have to say i think yeah yeah no i Um, hope i i think this is always a pretty interesting discussion Uh, i would i would like to see like like i said uh i I would like these heels to just be strictly better honestly yeah Uh, that's the only way that they're going to be any kind of reasonable to play uh i think being 10k sometimes is just not good enough and uh, I mean, 10k yeah. most of the time. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> Combine uh, all three of those effects together. <laughs> you make it modular, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, they could just do that. Like, pick one of these effects. If but, if they attack twice, if they have a, an extra crit, or if they're higher grade. Yeah. The extra crit is also like very restrictive because it doesn't count crit triggers. As a uh... As we see more strides come out in the future and more powerful offensive mechanics, I'd like you to keep, uh, uh, you know, you can always keep track of how um, willing on offense Bushiroad is willing to go while playing quite safe on defense. Uh, mm -hmm. Always willing, always a good thing to be like, hmm, what's going on there? Yep. Uh, I mean, I, I've, like I said, I think Bushiroad has stated they want, don't want games to take a long time. Uh, although that was a while ago, I assume nothing's changed. Um, I was like back in like 2015 or something, <laughs> but I just I just assume that philosophy has not changed. Again, they're looking at this game from a casual play the game, have fun perspective. Yeah, people are gonna competitive no matter what the thing. Correct. Is. Look Hate at to Smash. break it to you. Yeah. Nintendo does everything in their power to to destroy Smash, and yet Smash rises. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, what if what if it uh, they have people face plant regularly? They're like. We just won't play that one. one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, All well, right. we, okay, that didn't work. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks everybody for listening to Nexus at Night. Like I said before, if you want to support the show, patreon.com slash Nexus at Night, you get like uh, extra bonus show with the three of us, occasionally a guest. Um, and then uh, thanks to Der the patrons that I said before at the beginning of the episode. How about the rest of us? You can find me on Twitter at Wiggums. <laughs> Two G's. <laughs> you can find me only at Plasma Clips. Uh, find me at Atlas Novak Twitter or Instagram. Follow my other uh, podcast at Generation Dan on Twitter. Generation underscore Dan on Instagram. Uh, follow us at Nexus at Night on Twitter. And uh, until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Root Beer. And have a good night, everybody. Let's see if we. Can